Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Conservative Mama Podcast. I am your host, Sarah B, and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left. As we refocus ourselves on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and of course, you guys know it, I know it, Canada especially knows it, freedom. That is so important, and every day I, I see more and more evidence of it slipping through our fingers. Um, and so that's what this podcast is about. We are fighting back against the socialist Marxist uh, agenda, one little show at a time. And so I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in. It means so much to me. It's just a little podcast. I'm just a mom in her basement. Um, hopefully I'm inspiring you guys to get out there and push back against these evil agendas. I hope that you guys are enjoying the website. I hope that um, this is making sense. Um, it's really, you know what, before I get any further, I do want to say today is Friday, so that makes it Friday fun day. Um, and it is too early, it's too early in the afternoon, according to general business practices, to start drinking because it's really only about one o'clock here. I'm taking kind of a late lunch so I can record this um, so that uh, I can bring the Friday Fun Day podcast to you guys um, because tonight is going to be a little bit busy. My daughter's got basketball practice and then almost right after that, what was that? <laughs> almost right after that, I'm going out with a couple of girlfriends from high school and we are just going to have some dinner, maybe have a drink and I don't know, just catch up. It, it'll be fun. We try to do this about once a month um, because it's really important. It is really important to have that core group. Ladies, uh, I think we know this best of all, but, um, you know, I think our men kind of get left to the side, right? Like guys don't seem to have this core group that they fall back on as, as we get older, right? Women, we tend to have a core group. Um, that group might change. Um, but we tend to have that core group that we fall back on in sisterhood. Uh, we look to for advice, that sort of thing. But guys seem to lose that. Um, I guess that's the difference maybe between men and women. But anyway, that's what I'm doing tonight. So I wanted to get this podcast out here to you guys. So um, you weren't wondering what the heck she's doing again, right? <laughs> you know how life gets. Um, okay, so going back um what i was saying about the podcast and you guys listening I, I really appreciate it i heard something i was listening to dan bongino earlier today and he said something um that uh resonated with me but not in a great way right um he's not wrong when he says that people breaking into podcasting he somebody had written dan an, an email and had said how do i get into podcasting and would you recommend it right and dan was like no i, I don't recommend it because you're going to lose you know money um it's not going to be very lucrative um and you know basically if you didn't get in when the getting was good uh you sort of missed the boat and to his point uh the wall street journal has 
um, numbers up suggesting that Spotify has some 3 million new podcasts, uh, you know, maybe every year. But at this point, they've got some 3 million podcasts out there and so many more new ones um, popping up that it's easy to get lost in the crowd. So that being said, (coughs) excuse me, first, let me say thank you especially to my longtime listeners, but also to my new listeners who have found this little podcast and you guys keep coming back, right? I really appreciate that. Um, thank you. This isn't a big podcast. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not Ben Shapiro. I'm not Dan Bongino. I'm not Mark Levin or Sean Hannity. I don't have this giant production studio. I call it the studio, but really at this point, the studio has moved. It is just the same exact desk where I work from. So (laughs) I've got my laptop. I've got a microphone. You don't even need that. Honestly, here's a pitch to anchor. Um, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, Anchor FM is super, super simple. That's the one I'm running mine off of. I also use, uh, I also upload my um, podcasts to the website, uh, conservativemamapodcast.com. But you don't have to have a website. You don't have to do any of that. You could just use Anchor FM. I was talking into my phone for a really long time. I mean, we're in season two, uh, episode five. I probably could have just continued the episodes, but I started them all over again. Um, who cares? So you can do it however you want. I was literally holding up my, my cell phone and talking into it. Um, I've got headphones that I, I have for my dad. My dad was a musician. He would record his own music. So these headphones are really, really nice, but I didn't purchase those. So that doesn't, you don't have to purchase headphones. You don't have to purchase a microphone. You can literally hold your cell phone up, talk into it, and then publish it across Anchor FM. So I'm saying this because I disagree with Dan Bongino. If you've got something to say, who cares how many other podcasters are out there? That's like saying, oh, I don't want to start a t-shirt business because there's so many other t-shirts out there. Maybe so. There are a plethora of t-shirt businesses. There's a plethora of craft type businesses, but that doesn't mean don't start yours because your voice, whether that is a literal voice on a podcast or it's your writing voice, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that, but writers have an authentic voice. Everybody has got their own voice when they write. Um, If you're an artist, if you are a t-shirt maker, if you are a musician, you have unique qualities that other people don't have. You might not be Jimi Hendrix, but who cares? Jimi Hendrix was Jimi Hendrix. You don't have to be the next Jimi Hendrix. You don't have to be the next Ben Shapiro. If you've got something to say, say it. If you've got something to bring to this world, you were put on this planet for a reason. Whatever that reason might be, that's between you and the Lord. But um, whatever that reason might be. So use it. And don't be afraid. So to Dan Bongino's response back to that person, I disagree. That we don't, I mean, maybe maybe that individual isn't looking to make it their career. Maybe they just have something to say. Maybe that individual just has some thoughts and ideas that they could uniquely bring to this market. You guys found me. Even if you only have, you know, 30 subscribers, you have two subscribers. What if you, I mean, I don't care if you only have two subscribers and one of you is my mom. My mom subscribes to me. She might subscribe to you. I don't know. But who cares? You're bringing something. 
you're bringing something, you're creating something, you're bringing something to life into this world that's uniquely yours. So for Dan Bongino to say to this individual, no, he doesn't think it's a good idea. Um, I thought that was kind of crappy, honestly. Um, he, I'm, uh, When it comes to do you think you're going to make a ton of money doing this, um, you know, maybe Dan is right. But you know what? Stranger things have happened. And, and there are plenty of cases of people who have started little podcasts, you know, like True Crime Garage, and, and then it gets bigger or, you know, Weird Darkness, and that gets bigger or, you know, I mean, people will find you. They will find you. And the more authentic you are, the more people like you. Um, that's just been my experience. I try to always be authentic. I try to be candid. Um, so I'm not going to be for everybody. I'm not. I'm not. And neither are you. Um, but you shouldn't have to mince your words or change something about yourself um, to please other people. So I know the person who listens to Dan Bongino probably isn't listening to me, but I would say if you've got it in your heart to make a podcast, then by all means, have at it. And you know what? If you want to talk to somebody, you can contact me. I didn't even throw out my contact information. We're nine minutes. In. I didn't even I didn't even throw out the business side of things, right? Um, you know, if you want to contact me, I've got an email. It's conservative mama podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to the website, conservative mama podcast uh, com. You can contact me there. If you think you'd like to be a contributor, maybe you would like to host your own podcast. Maybe you would like to blog, um, but you don't want to host your own website. Talk to me. I'm, I'm absolutely willing to listen to your pitch. Um, because I would love to, I would love to bring people on board. This is about making a community. Um, this is about sharing, uh, you know, what's going on, how we can fight back and not be silent anymore. But it's also about, you know, building faith, our faith, especially as women. How do we how do we rally together? It is really difficult. Um, this is my second point. Honestly, I was watching BitChute, uh, uh, Richie from Boston, and he has put forward an, uh, uh, a video um, email essentially from a uh, 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 mother who's got a six-year-old girl everybody around this mother is vaccinated everybody her the, the daughter's uh father is vaccinated everybody is vaccinated and she's feeling a lot of pressure to get her six-year-old vaccinated which of course she's not wanting to do at all and she's she put up this this kind of clarion call is there anybody else out here who is feeling like this is there anybody else out here going through this i feel so alone and I think that is really at the core of all of this. You know, first it was COVID and we were physically isolated from each other. You have to quarantine in your homes. And a lot of us got really upset about that because you don't quarantine healthy people. But now it's this push between vaccinated versus unvaccinated, right? Oh, they've got every reason on why not to be around the vaccinated or I'm sorry, the unvaccinated, right? They're filling up our ICUs, which just isn't true. I thought they I thought big tech was censoring misinformation, but clearly they are not because nobody had a problem with Justice Sotomayor uh, running her mouth inaccurately about how many children were hospitalized uh, because of the unvaccinated totally totally false um but here's this mother reaching out the only way she knows how and asking for help and that's why i'm here that's why i am doing this podcast because i want to build us up um you know sometimes we get really personal and i'm thinking i might 
do something here in the near future where we we get really personal and we talk about those things so if you guys would be interested in that um please shoot me over an email i might do patreon or something because i, I don't know that everybody wants to <laughs> get that deep but um you know it's really hard it's really hard it's really hard being christian right now you see it all over the world it's really difficult being christian it's really difficult um being um anti this vaccination they want to lump you in oh everybody's you're just all anti-vax no but i do have some questions and the more those questions cannot be answered the more hesitant i become about just vaccines in general i would like some answers and and Anybody who decides that, you know, you can't ask these questions, I have a problem with. Um, so I felt really bad for her. And I thought, you know, there's so many people out here. Uh, there's so many of my listeners that feel so alone. Uh, you know, whether you are, you know, homesteading it, whether you are homeschooling it, whether you are, um, you know, working from home, whether you are at a clinic, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a lawyer, maybe you're a first responder, maybe you're a police officer, you know, whatever. And you feel really alone because you're getting pressure to do things that are against your conscience. You're getting pressure to uh, maybe enforce laws that are unconstitutional and unethical and tyrannical. And you know that it's against what you believe in, but it's so hard to stand up. It really is. Let's not make any jokes about it. It really is. It's hard enough to stand up to, you know, enemies, but it's it's really difficult to stand up to um, coworkers and friends, and especially uh, the ones paying your paycheck. You know, it's really hard. Not many people can say, you know what, I don't need this paycheck. Not many people can say that. So I want you guys to know that we are not alone. There are people who feel like, um, you know, they are. We are not. Um, you know, if you know somebody who thinks that they could get some, some benefit out of this little podcast, send them my way. You know, give them my email. I'm happy to respond. You guys know um, I respond faster to email, weirdly, than DMs, even though it just doesn't make any sense. But I'm getting better at it. Um... If you'd like to follow me on, on Instagram, Conservative Mama Podcast is going to be the main one to follow. I do have my uh, personal account. It's Lady Devil Dog USMC. So I am flip-flopping it. Yay. Um, just for consistency's sake. Um, but that those are just some ways you can get a hold of, of me. But we have to build this community. We have to build this community because, um, you know, everybody has something that they can put forward some way that we can encourage one another whether again you know you each have your unique voice and, and maybe it's not in podcasting and that's okay that's fine maybe you know you you write really well or maybe you make awesome t-shirts that you, you know people would love to wear or you know whatever whatever like i said we're here to build each other up and to unite the clans, uh, like Michael Matt says, so that we can push back against this evil, evil agenda, um, this globalist Marxist takeover. Okay, that was way too long of a soapbox. Let's get into some fun stuff, okay? I have got some, you know what? I saw something and I just can't shake it. Okay, so I was watching a different Dan Bongino video today. And if you're curious, I think it was titled um, the most 
uh, disturbing video I've ever seen. I think that's what he had titled it. It was just sort of clickbait because um, the video, you know, when he means disturbing, I think a lot of people think, um, oh, this is going to gross me out or something to that effect, right? And it wasn't like that. Um, it was disturbing because uh, the FBI will, like we've talked about, will neither confirm nor deny their involvement on uh, January 6th and getting people to breach the Capitol. So they, you know, interesting. It was interesting. But anyway, uh, he's got a video of Joe Biden discussing voter uh, voting changes, the change to the voting law in Georgia, right? And I, I, I'm sitting here and I, I was kind of, I wasn't watching, but I'm watching, right? Like I have, I've got two monitors here um, and I threw that one, that video up on another monitor. Um, and so I'm kind of side-eyeing it, but I'm, I'm, I'm working in the background, right? Or it's playing in the background and I'm working and I'm kind of side-eyed. So anyway, Joe, Bi Joe Biden gets up there and he's talking about, you know, I was, I, you know, after mass, I was, ra I would go to the black churches and, you know, I, I was a, I was a civil rights activist. Civil rights activist. First of all, can we talk about just the sheer hypocrisy? You were not a civil rights activist, Joe Biden. You worked at a public pool for uh, uh, black folks. That's what he called it. You know, it was it was for black people is what he said. Those are his words. Those are not mine. So don't get all fussy at me. I didn't say that. Um, back when he was like a teenager, just because you work at a, at a pool that was um, for, you know, one group of people doesn't make you a civil rights activist what the heck okay anyway um but he's going on with this lie about how he was a civil rights activist and you know he was there pushing desegregation isn't that weird weren't you also the same guy who who got into the senate and pushed uh for the most restrictive um uh, laws that would directly impact black Americans and put more black subsequently put more black Americans in prison aren't you the guy who who orchestrated that bill yeah you are and aren't you also the guy who stated that um, early on in your career might I add that you didn't want uh, black children to go to the public schools with white children because and I'm just going to go ahead and quote here um, you didn't want the black school or you didn't want the public schools to become an urban jungle. Yeah, those are Joe Biden's words. Again, he, he's the same guy who said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, right? <laughs> what? So how, really? Because I don't remember Rosa Parks ever saying anything like this. I don't remember Martin Luther King saying anything like that. I don't remember um, any of that. Do you guys remember that? Where Mar Do you remember that powerful speech where Martin Luther King stood up and said, I had, I mean, maybe you don't physically remember it, but you know, you should know what I'm talking about. When he stood up, he said, I had a dream that one day, or I have a, I have a dream that one day my children will be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin, but also not attend public school with white kids because let's face it it's going to turn into an urban jungle i don't remember martin luther king saying anything like that hmm maybe i maybe i got a different concept of king well anyway i digress so joe i'm a bold-faced liar biden um <laughs> got into georgia 
sort of run in his mouth, but I couldn't help but notice that the Joe Biden who stood up at that podium and lied to all those people, honestly, and I don't even know how many people came to listen to him, probably like 10, right? You know, most most popular president in history, he probably had like 10 listeners. It's ridiculous. Like, they had to pay people to sit in the background. I'm not even kidding. There's one moment in one of the videos. So there's there's a video, but there's, there's like kind of almost a montage, but there's not that many videos. There are a couple of different uh, speeches that he gave while in Georgia. And there was a, a couple of black women seated behind Joe Biden. Like, you know how they do this? They set up like that that photo op where they put certain people behind the the president or the candidate or whatever, right? Um, to kind of push the further their narrative, right? So they have these um, black women sitting, um, what you know, uh, kind of in. I don't want to say stadium seating, but like kind of if you go to church, you know, the, the little choir box there, right? Um, and there's this woman. She's beautiful, and, and you know, she's sitting behind him, and her eyes are so dark and sparkly as he's talking that I thought, oh my goodness, this poor woman. She's getting lied to, and she doesn't even know it. But then Joe Biden said something about how he was essentially raised in the black church. And you could see this kind of cloud come over her face like, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if she meant to do that. Um, maybe no one will even notice. But it kind of looked like all of a sudden a sparkle left her eyes. And they, she was like, there's no way in, you know what, that this dude from Delaware whose own state does not abide by any of the things that he is proposing for the state of Georgia, does not abide by any of it, um, there's no way he believes this crap. Like, it was in that moment that uh, she realized <laughs> he's full of crap. Um, it just, that's what it looked like to me. So anyway, he's up there, and he I could not help but notice that he doesn't look like the Joe Biden that speaks to all America, uh, especially when he's making, you know, thinly veiled threats from the White House, like unvaccinated, um, you can get ready for a winter of sickness and death. Like, remember that? That came out right around Christmas time. Merry Christmas from the very quote unquote Catholic Joe Biden. Uh, unvaccinated, you're going to get sick and die. Uh, I wish this upon you. You know, what was that? Um, but anyway, he doesn't look like the same guy. He does not look like the same guy. So I think we've talked about this in the past. It really feels like tinfoil hat, but it is Friday fun day. So I do want to have a little bit of fun with this. I even went so far as to grab a second photo of Joe Biden and put them next to each other. So I paused the video and I grabbed another photo and I put them next to each other. Now, there has been a lot of talk surrounding Joe Biden's ears, right? Um... I think Joe Biden actual has uh, unattached earlobes. If you guys know what that means, uh, I don't know how else to explain it. But Joe Biden body double <laughs> has attached earlobes and that's driving the internet crazy. Like people are like, no, he's definitely a body double. He's definitely a body double. Now, I do have to say, I am not saying for certain Joe Biden has a body double. I don't know that. But... I was looking at these two videos and I'm sorry, the picture against the video, you know, so I've got these two freeze frames and I'm like this, I don't know, there's something about it. Like this just doesn't look 
exactly like the same guy. Now, he's not wildly different, right? Because then it would be a giveaway, right? That would be, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. A body double has to be close enough to fool people who probably don't see them on the reg, right? And we don't. I mean, you know, with the internet and with TV and whatever, yeah, we, we probably do see him, but not see him, right? Like you and I do not bump into Joe all day, every day. We don't. Um, so it might not be something that we're paying close attention to, uh, but I don't know. I mean, okay, so first of all, what I'm calling Joe Biden actual, okay? So Joe Biden actual, I think, was the guy in uh, Georgia running his mouth, oh, corn pop, <laughs> about being a desegregationist, like marching alongside, you know, almost to the point of marching alongside Dr. King, you know? so stupid um that's what I'm calling Joe Biden actual Joe Biden actual looked like he's I mean he's a tired old man right both of them are a tired old man but they're they're up there in age so you know goes without saying but his hair was more like uh naturally kind of blonde where Joe Biden body doubles hair is is very definitely white right very definitely white Joe Biden actual looks more like the historic Joe Biden. So if you go backwards a little bit in before he was, um, you know, selected POTUS, if you go backwards a few years, he looks more like Senator Joe Biden. I, and I'm not talking about maybe as him as, as vice president either. I think you have to go back a little bit further than that. Um, because I'm willing to suspect that Joe Biden body double may have been on the scene for the Obama-Biden administration. I don't know. Somebody dig into this. But when, so Joe Biden actual looks a little bit more uh, uh, natural to me. Um, he seems like a little bit, he seems a little bit thicker in the face and in the, in the, the body. Um, just grandpa thick you know what I mean um he I feel like the nose is a little bit different they're both very straight but um I feel like Joe Biden body doubles nose is a little bit more pinched um I don't know so anyway it just was weird right like it wasn't so glaring that it was like eh, that's obviously a body double like <laughs> I think you guys maybe have seen some of the quote-unquote Clinton body doubles and you're like what what um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to get into that. Okay. Cause I'm not prepared to talk about Hillary Clinton and her body doubles, but this is just weird. It, I just, the minute I saw it, I was like, that doesn't seem like the same guy who gets in front of America and looks into the camera, you know, with his eyes always squinting, like he's never really sure what's good. He's not sure what's going on anyway, like full stop. But um, I think Steven Crowder said he always looks like he's looking into the sun from a dark room. He does. He does. Okay. So the guy who gets up on camera and talks to the nation, um, and whispers and does a bunch of weird stuff, uh, to me, he definitely seems like, a, like if you were going to come at me and make a case for reptilians being real, first of all, I think all I would need to see is a real picture of Mark Zuckerberg yes 100 percent. he's a reptilian um <laughs> uh but joe biden like i feel like joe biden body double his teeth seem like i don't know they seem like a little pointier 
So, I don't know. Maybe he's a reptilian too. I just, I don't know. It's so bizarre. It was just, it wasn't, it wasn't like a glaring difference. But I did see this great meme. Speaking of Zuck, right? I saw that, no, <laughs> it wasn't a meme. I was watching somebody I follow on Instagram and, and it, the, the, statement that he was refuting was like uh 85% of men chase after their girlfriends and the other 15% are billionaires and he's like really so what about this guy and it was Steve Jobs and like he was married and what about Jeff Bezos he's got a girlfriend and then they had Mark Zuckerberg and they were like he's programmed to like women (laughs) which I thought was great Uh, I think the whole world believes that Mark Zuckerberg truly is a reptilian like no one (laughs) <laughs> no one is even trying to hide the fact that it's even as silly as it as it sounds like it's so it's so deep into the conspiracy world right reptilians but <laughs> he's definitely a middle earth dweller like there's no way there's no way mark zuckerberg comes from the same section of the planet that the rest of us come from there's just no way at all he's such a goomba <laughs> so i don't know what do you guys think i think I think that Joe Biden body double might make a pretty decent case. (laughs) Just check it out. Entertain yourself. Entertain me. You know, like this is hilarious because I mean, humor me, not entertain me. Humor me because it's hilarious to sit and think that Joe Biden has a body double and this poor person is being paid to sound just as stupid as the original version. Like, (laughs) That's awful. Like you're literally, you really are getting the shaft. But the best part is, like, no one will ever know that. Oh, I was the body double for Joe Biden. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the whole thing was ridiculous. All right, you guys. Have a great weekend. I hope you had as much fun as I did with this. Um, and as always, stay deplorable patriots. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Love and God bless.